الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دروس respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home inshallah ta'ala in tonight's session i wish to continue from where we left off we were discussing that incredible most difficult journey of hazrat khalid bin walid radiyallahu ta'ala an that passage that he had to cross to get into Syria from Iraq Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala an wrote a letter giving clear instructions to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala an a decisive battle was to take place between the people of the truth ahl haq and ahl batil that was the romans and the roman empire was a powerful regime at that time and as soon as the khilafat of sayyidina abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala an was there jihad had already started and the mujahideen had to encounter many many alhamdulillah with difficulty a lot of victories also came <coughs> and this is a must that every muhaddis every muslim historian touches on how hazrat khalid bin walid radiyallahu ta'ala an crosses uh, into syria and that route is a route that is described in the books of history as the suicidal route the suicidal route no one had the courage before hazrat khalid bin walid radiyallahu ta'ala an to take that route as khalid bin walid radiyallahu ta'ala an had defeated the persians and he wanted to take control of everything in iraq so he was there in iraq and the other mujahideen had entered syria already and the muslim generals wrote a letter to hazrat abu bakr siddiq who was in madinatul munawwara that it seems that the muslims are very few in number as compared to the romans a few thousand muslims have to fight 90000 roman soldiers and this is 
uh, at every end of Syria. So all the Muslim generals wrote back to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq that with your du'as we also need reinforcements. Where is Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala I'm going to turn to? Which reinforcements? Which mujahideen? The only batch that was there was in Iraq. But in Iraq, the main hero was there. Al Khalid bin Walid was there. And who is Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an? Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an once looked at Hazrat Khalid bin Walid and said, No mother has given birth to the likes of Khalid bin Walid. No mother has given birth to the likes of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. Subhanallah. What a great man. May Allah give us the pleasure to see this incredible person in Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the pleasure to see these great individuals. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Umar Farooq, Hazrat Uthman, Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een. And it is the barakat of Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een that today we are in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is their sacrifice, it is their qurbani. They went everywhere. And today, alhamdulillah, whatever we are, it is their barakat. Subhanallah. Al Khalid bin Walid was in Iraq. The messenger of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq comes to him and instructions are given to him. Ya Khalid, I want you to divide your army into two divisions. And I want you to take one part of the army with you into Syria very, very quickly, in quick speed. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala read this letter. And straight away he said to the Mujahideens that were there that I'm going to divide the army into two groups and another Amir was appointed and the first batch was to go with Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an. As Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an was a bit of a, he was in a dilemma, a bit difficulty for him was that the roots that were available for him at that time were the two conventional routes which a majority of the Arabs took, the caravans, uh, the, the traders that would go from Arabia into Syria or from Iraq into Syria. The only two possible routes was the southern route and the northern route. If he took the southern route, there was a possibility that the Romans were waiting for Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an and he would have to fight the Romans first to defeat them and then get into Syria. The Romans knew they wanted Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an to be out of Syria. They wanted him to be in Iraq. That was their mission. This is what they were looking for. So all the routes were blocked and everybody who crossed the borders were, were checked thoroughly who was going into Syria, who was coming out from Syria. The other route was the northern route. This was a long route uh, passing through the Euphrates. And this would mean again, same, same thing. There's a possibility that uh, Roman troops are waiting for the Muslims. And also, it was time consuming. A lot of the days would have been gone into taking the conventional routes. So he did mashwara with the Muslim generals that were there. All of them sat together 
and he said to all the Muslims that were there that I want you to bring in front of me all the trackers who knew the routes everybody was sitting there and Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said that I need to get to Syria and which is the shortest route for me with Muslim army, with the Muslim army to get into Syria everybody said that it is impossible for, for you Khalid bin Walid the only route you can take is the route which general public which the traders take and the caravans go by Khalid bin Walid was not satisfied with that answer and in that majlis was also the son-in-law of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid whose name was uh, Hazrat Rafi' bin Umaira Hazrat Rafi' bin Umaira radiallahu ta'ala he was again a brave soldier and he knew the roots and he was a tracker so he said to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala that there is a possibility but this is a very difficult journey no one has survived this passage, the crossing of the desert five days in intense heat in the desert you look in front of you, behind you on the sides you see nothing but clear desert and if you are misguided, you take the wrong direction you are lost, lost into the desert and you will die so the Khalid bin Walid said that have you been in that region? So, Hazrat Rafa bin Umaira said that I went once with my father. I went once with my father. And that was only halfway into the desert and then I went back. Returned back to Iraq. He says, right, insha'Allah ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's nusrat is with us. And instantaneously, very casually, the, the tawakkul that Sahaba Kiram Ajmain has, Ajeeb, Subhanallah, Sahaba Kiram, full tawakkul on Allah. The yakin was incredible. Uh, that poison that was given to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was such, he said that nothing will happen to me. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. And he drank that. Zahar uh, how poison. And the enemies are waiting for Hazrat Khalid bin Walid to collapse. Nothing is going to happen. Why? The Iman and the Yaqeen is such that everything happens by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are sincere in our intentions. So Allah's Musrat will come. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said to Hazrat Rafa, right, prepare yourself. You are going to be the Amir who will lead us. Obviously, he is the Amir, but he will show us the path because he is the tracker. And now Hazrat Rafi' bin Umaira looks at Hazrat Khalid bin Walid and whispers into his ears and he says, Hazrat, although I have said this, but I think the best thing for us is to discard this idea of crossing in to, into Syria by this path that I have said, crossing through the, through the desert. And Khalid bin Walid said, no, have tawakkul on Allah. Allah is with us. All the companions says, there is no problem. Hazrat Rafi thought maybe 10, 15, 20 people will be going with him. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said that Rafi prepare everyone. We are 9,000 Mujahideen that are going to cross through that desert. So Rafi said, what? He says it is difficult for one man to go through that desert. 9,000 Muslim Mujahideen. He says this. And who were the Mujahids with Hazrat Khalid bin Walid selected the most elite 
and some of the people like Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Abi Bakr, great soldier, warrior, son of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was with Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. And Hazrat Khalid bin Walid's son, who was another warrior, and his name was also Abdul Rahman. And he had just turned 18. Kitne saal kada? Atara saal. Like his father. Well built, very powerful, very strong, very courageous. And you had other people like Hazrat Zarar radiallahu ta'ala, who was the right hand man of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. The connection that Zarar had with Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, Ankhoka ishara hudad. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid wouldn't say anything. He would look at Zarar and Hazrat Zarar would know. And how would Hazrat Zarar fight? He had a special way of combating and fighting. It is said that in the intense heat, the rest of the Mujahideen would put on their armor and everything, the helmet and everything. Hazrat Zarar would stand up and he would look at the enemies and he would take out everything. He would be naked from the top, from the, from the waist upwards. Every, every cloth, everything was taken out. And he was famously known as Zarar the naked man. Be careful of him. The Romans would fear him. So there was only Izar from the belly button going down. So the satar was covered, but everything else was fully open. And he would want to show everything that he had. And this was another Zarar. And the, the Romans were so scared of him. And they would mark him and they would know that this is Khalid. You don't want to go next to him. And this is Zarar. Huh? And the two when they go, Hazrat Zarar, you don't want to be in his line and you don't want to be in the line of Hazrat Khan. So he chose the elite. 9,000 men were to cross and they would say, Labbaik on the Labbaik of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala. Allah give them jazai khair. Subhanallah alazim. My respected brothers, simple preparation with weapons uh, against the elite force. And the Romans were very happy. They knew that the only man that has been uh, that has never been defeated in, in in any type of fighting is Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala, undefeated. Wherever he goes, victory is with him. Wow. So they were happy that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid is in Iraq. How is he going to cross into Syria? They had uh, they had troops everywhere. Uh, on all the all the roads, every border was covered with a lot of troops, Roman troops, making sure that Azza Khalid bin Walid does not come. Azza Khalid bin Walid takes another route, and they did not even imagine, they could not even imagine that somebody would want to take this route with 9,000 men. And Hazrat Rafa bin Omer, it is the month of June, very, very hot, extremely hot. The sun is beating down mercilessly. And the Muslims are all prepared. I have mentioned this, alhamdulillah, uh, with a lot of detail in the last session. Because uh, it's been quite a gap between our Durus sessions. So I just want to recap in front of you, uh, so we have a clear picture in our continuation of the session with what happens to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid when he gets into Syria. So just to quickly, briefly recap. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an with his army, with Rafa bin Umaira, his son-in-law in front, they march into the desert. Everything is fine for only three days. After three days, no water, no food, food supply, water supply, everything is finished. And 
the, the blinding glare of the sun is such that uh, a lot of the companions uh, became very weak and Rafa bin Omer, believe it or not, became blind. He was suffering from ophthalmia so he could not see and he is the main tracker. He is the one who is going to take the Muslims into Syria. Uh, can you imagine? Huh? Hum to London mein chale jai, to navigation system agar hamari na chale to pareshan ho jate. I have to phone Siraj all the time. Siraj, can you tell me where I am? Because huh? you take any wrong directions and that's it. You end up somewhere else. Now imagine in a desert. Allahu Akbar. 9,000 Muslim men depend on one driver, one person, Rafa bin Umaira. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Maish imtihan test uh, the Mujahideen go through. He becomes blind. From all the people he becomes blind. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala was a wise man. He took hold of Hazrat Rafa bin Umair. Musaba, if you can sit here, just I want to show you how and what happened. Hazrat Rafa bin Umair saw that there is something, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid saw that there is something physically wrong with Hazrat Rafa radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid very casually takes hold of the hands of uh, Hazrat Rafa bin Umair and says to him that what is happening? Because you've got 9,000 mujahideen, some in front of you, some behind you. Mm-hmm. And if news spreads that Hazrat Rafa is blind, it will be panic. And you don't want uh, panic mm-hmm. in the desert. Yes, right. And he whispers. And he said that I can't see where I'm going. I'm yeah. totally blind. So Hazrat Khalid bin Walid again says, فَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ Allahu Akbar تَوَكُّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى Allah is with us Allah is with us All I want you to do is now think and remember The Arabs have this ajeeb quwwati hafiza The memory power is incredible What they would see Those pictures, the scenes they would never forget Be it 20 years, 30 years ago and Hazrat Rafi says that, right, we are walking in the right direction towards Khalid bin Walid. And he says, I don't want you to talk to no one, tell me what is happening. He says, the only thing I can tell you now is that there should be a thorn tree in front of us. And that thorn tree is shaped like a man, like a human being, uh, as if that man is sitting, in a sitting posture. So that is how the thorn tree will be. So the Khalid bin Walid sent two or three people and said, go ahead and look for this thorn tree in the desert. And they go and look for this thorn tree, nothing is to be found. And Khalid bin Walid said to Rafa that we can't find this thorn tree. He said that, to my best understanding I have not made a mistake. We are going in the right direction, let us walk. And they walked again and walked. For, for a few, maybe a mile or so, Wallahu alam. Mm-hmm. And, and then he stopped again and said to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid that go and check now. And, and the soldiers go to check for this thorn tree and subhanAllah that thorn tree is there. Mashallah. That thorn tree is there and Hazrat Rafa bin Umair is walking with Hazrat Khalid bin Walid and he touches the thorn tree. He says, yes, this is the thorn tree. And he says, now I want you to dig under its roots these were trackers, they knew, they knew how to survive in the desert. So they dug under the roots of that tree and subhanallah the nusrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
water was flowing like how water flows in the river. Mashallah. In the desert. In the desert. In the desert. Pani yase bahara ata Mashallah ta'ala darya ke andar nehar behti hai. Subhanallah. And Hazrat Khalid bin Walid is there. This is the clear nusrat. The madad of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The help that comes. And all of them, mashallah, drank from it. The horses, the animals, everything. They refilled everything there. Uh, the leather skins, water skins, everything. Alhamdulillah. And after that, they, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid takes Hazrat Rafah and they continue to walk. And it took them only five days to get into the borders, into the area of Syria, the first city, the eastern block of Syria. When they got to Syria, Hazrat Rafah bin Umaira whispered to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, he said, Do you know Khalid? It was 30 years ago that I made this trip into this desert with my father. 30 years ago, and he remembers precisely where this palm tree was. We don't even know what is happening. One week ago, these people were, mashallah, 30 years ago they knew what was happening. Khalid bin Walid, mashallah, gets into the borders of Syria. And now, what the Muslims wanted was for the news to break and for the Romans to know that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid is now in Syria in Syrian territory with 9,000 Muslim Mujahideen and great Mujahids those that crushed the Persian Empire in Iraq and all of them are here now and so they were saying that this is again another propaganda campaign what is it? a propaganda campaign the Muslims are doing this as their plan to weaken the Romans and they are taking the name of who? Khalid bin Walid but Khalid bin Walid is not here so don't worry fight, fight the Muslims Khalid bin Walid is where? in Iraq and then you had the local Arab Christians that were there and Khalid bin Walid became such a famous figure that even the non-Muslims would had a clear description of how this man great man looked like and when they saw Muslim Mujahideen walking through the different villages and the different areas of Syria news quickly spread through and they were informed that no, it is true that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala is here now this was something very difficult for them to digest Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala and my respected brothers just think five days of this harrowing, difficult journey, crossing the desert. The Mujahideen were tired with him and when they got into Syria it was one night's sleep and they thought that we will have an opportunity and we will rest for a few days before we march deeper into Syria. Only one night's rest and after Fajr Salah Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala has put on his suit of jihad his beautiful suit uh, that he would wear and this was the suit that Musaylamatul Kazab was wearing once upon a time and when the Muslims defeated the army of Musaylamatul Kazab Hazrat Abu Bakr gave that suit as a trophy, as an award from Malik Ghanimat as booty and he awarded it to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. So Khalid bin Walid was all prepared. 
the Mujahideen are looking at Hazrat Khalid bin Walid that we have just crossed the desert and no rest and you have already prepared yourself and this was subhanallah zeal that they had in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala had this wide thick leather belt that was covering his entire uh, body from and, and it was strapped around him and on that was this magnificent most beautiful two-sided sword razor sharp blade that was there so big that uh, the Mu'arrikheen have written that one of the swords of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was so big that it would be difficult for two or three people to lift it up they say that two or three people, it would be difficult for them to lift it up. Imagine Sayfullah, the sword of Allah, for him to carry it with one hand and to take it. And he had that. And this beautiful man with a massive beard, subhanAllah, broad shoulders, his tall figure in front of you. And every part of his body was scarred. Every part of his body. If he was to take his, his kurta out, wo nishanat. Zahamke wounds, and his very own helmet that he would wear in all the jihads of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, which perhaps was the most precious item to him. He would not encounter anyone without this helmet, and on his helmet he would tie an amama, and this beautiful amama that he had on, and inside the helmet when he would take it out, there were auspicious hair of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam personally had gifted it to him and he would do jihad with this and the helmet was on once he puts on his helmet the Mujahideen know of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala that now he is prepared there is action to come <laughs> subhanallah and this man carrying a black uh, banner flag black flag and it is said that this flag was also given to him by Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so he said to the Mujahideen come stand in the path of Allah and come and follow me no rest subhanallah 12,000 uh, Mujahideen stand up with him 9,000 9,000 9,000 Mujahideen come with him and they march and they come to the first city which is Suwa now in Suwa there was uh, no Romans there, they didn't encounter in, any fighting in that region but it was green and uh, there was a lot of grass so the Khalid bin Walid said that we have animals with us, horses, camels let us take a bit of rest here they took a bit of a rest and they went to the first city that first city was Iraq Iraq, Iraq nahi, Iraq when they got to Iraq, this city is fortified, there's uh, walls all around it and the fighters were Christian Arabs in that city of Iraq under the leadership of the Romans and they were prepared, they knew that if Khalid bin Walid has come from this path, this route Iraq will be the first city, so all of them were prepared now in that city respected brothers was one alim, one scholar, an elderly old person he said to the people of Iraq who were Christian, he said 
if your enemies come before you fight them first come and see me and when I give you the green light when I say yes to you then fight them if I say no to you don't fight and he was a man well respected in that city mm-hmm. so now the Muslims were there Hazrat Khalid bin Walid laid a siege to that city and they could see Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an there mm-hmm. and they came running to that old man now just imagine the fame that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an had acquired as a mujahid so this man or elderly was sitting and a group of Christian Arabs came who were the fighters and said that do you give us permission to fight our enemies he says wait before you fight tell me is he wearing a helmet and on that helmet there is a turban and they said yes has he got a beard a very long beard and they said yes broad shoulders yes and he says he's got uh, poke marks on the cheeks on the face and they said yes describing Hazrat Khalid bin Walid he says are they carrying black banners black flags he said yes he says is he carrying this sword and is it in front of him is he wearing precisely the clothes that this old man was describing and all of the description was fitting Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an and he said yes this is the man so this old man said to them he said that my advice to you is to surrender to him and don't fight him because there is no one in this world that can overpower this man so unless you want to die you can fight him but if you want my advice surrender to him unconditionally and when they looked at Hazrat Khalid bin Walid such was his rob such was his rob Allahu Akbar that a group of them a delegation from the Roman Empire Roman army that was in Iraq came to visit Hazrat Khalid bin Walid and they said we surrender to you and the city is yours Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was a merciful man and was very lenient and said to them that we will not harm you we will do nothing to you you pass the jizya your life your wealth your property everything is protected and the generous offer that the Muslims gave to the people of Iraq was such that the people of Iraq appreciated the Muslims there and respected the Muslims and they went ahead and to to the neighboring cities and said to the other uh, people in the cities that our advice is also you surrender to the Muslims why because Muslims are nice people these are people who don't uh, terrorize anyone they are not there uh, on a mission of zulm they don't want you to become Muslims they will not force you you can practice your religion everything all your places of worship is preserved subhanallah mm-hmm. my respected brothers and one by one one city by another city fell under the control of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid no fight he just had to go there and they would see him before I end inshallah we'll continue with this the only difficulty for Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq he was in a uh, in this difficult position 
that he had already appointed Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah as an Amir over all the army in Syria. Now, is he going to give this Imarat to Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah? Or should he appoint somebody else as an Amir? Why? When the Romans found out that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid is in Syria, their plans changed very, very quickly. Instead of fighting in different divisions, they were to fight the Muslims in the best possible way, and that was to fight the Muslims with, with the Imperial Roman army, the elite army, and to fight them in the battleground which will take in Busra, uh, and all the Romans in one area. And this powerful army was there for, for the Muslims. This was the strategy. And as Khalid bin Walid was aware of that, as Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an was thinking he did mashwara with the people in Madinatul Munawwara that who should be the Amir. Now who is Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah? The son of the doctor. The son of the, the son of the surgeon. He was the son of the, his father, grandfather was a great doctor, a great surgeon. And Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah is one of the companions from Ashari Mubashara. Basharat was given to him. <coughs> a powerful man, a great mujahid. Every Friday you hear the Imam saying, وَلِكُلِّ أُمَّةٍ أَمِينٌ وَأَمِينُ هَذِي الْأُمَّةِ أَبُوْ عُبَيْدَةُ بُلْ So every Friday we hear this great man. The name of this great man, Abu Ubaidatu ibn al-Jarrah, radiyallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala an said to the people that were around him, he said that Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah is a very good man, he's a good Muslim general. The only thing is that in his fitrat, in his temperament, he's soft-hearted. He's soft-hearted and very calm. And now if you are to fight the Roman Empire, you need someone who is not as calm and soft-hearted as Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah and the Muslims were just waiting for it and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq said that I think that the overall Amir for all the Muslim army should only be one and that should be Hazrat Khalid bin and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq says that in my majlis when I took the name of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid it was as if though Allah had taken this burden out from my heart this is what I felt. And he stood up in the masjid and he said that Insha'Allah Ta'ala, Insha'Allah Ta'ala, I appoint Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala as an Amir in Syria and the Amir of all the Muslim armies. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that through Khalid bin Walid the Romans will be crushed and defeated and all the forces of shayateen will also be crushed by Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala and he said ameen to that and he sat down this was the dua of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and news spread quickly messengers were sent out from Medina to Munawwara to the Muslim generals that whenever you meet Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala you will come under the command of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala insha'Allah ta'ala Allah wills we will continue from here in the next session insha'Allah ta'ala what happens from here is that after Iraq they go into Dimashq and then from Dimashq they go into Busra and 
the, the war that takes place inshallah ta'ala in the next session wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alamin allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana muhammadin nabiyil ummi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim allahumma innaka afubun karimun tuhibbul afa fa'afu anna nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk ya allah ya rahman ya rahim ya allah hamari is majlis ko qabul farma ya allah hamari is majlis ko qabul farma ya allah is masjid ko abad farma ya allah is masjid ko abad farma ya allah har musliman ki hifazat farma ya allah har musliman انگلینڈ کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما یورپ کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما عراق کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما فلسطین کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما ہندوستان پاکستان بنگلہ دیش افریقہ کے اندر امریکہ کے اندر جہاں کہیں بھی مسلمان ہوں یا اللہ ان کی حفاظت فرما روس کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما یا اللہ یا رحمان یا رحیم ہمیں عاملین میں سے بنا مخلصین میں سے بنا متقین میں سے بنا یا اللہ اس محفل میں مجلس میں کوئی بیمار ہو یا اللہ ان کو شفا دے گھر میں مستورات میں بیمار ہو یا اللہ ان کو شفا دے جن لوگوں نے کہا ہے دعاؤں میں یاد رکھنے کے لیے یا اللہ ان کی جائز دعاؤں کو قبول فرما یا اللہ ان کی جائز دعاؤں کو قبول فرما یا اللہ صحابہ کرام اجمعین کے درجات کو خوب بلند فرمائے یا اللہ ان کے درجات کو خوب بلند فرمائے یا اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے کہ ہم ان کے نقش قدم کے اوپر چلے یا اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے کہ ہم نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی سنت کے اوپر چلے یا اللہ یا رحمان ہماری جوان نسل کی حفاظت فرما ہماری جوان نسل کی حفاظت فرما یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا یا اللہ جو گناہ ہم نے کیے ہیں دن کی روشنی میں رات کے اندھیرے میں یا اللہ اس کی معافی چاہتے ہیں یا اللہ تو رب رحیم ہے کریم ہے غفور الرحیم ہے یا اللہ ہم گنہگار ہیں تیری ذات تو رحیم ہے یا اللہ تو معاف کرنے والا ہے یا اللہ تو نے خود قرآن کریم میں اعلان فرمایا ہے جب میرے بندے سوال کرے کہ اللہ کہاں ہے تو کہہ دینا کہ میں ان سے بہت زیادہ قریب ہوں یا اللہ اس آیت کریمہ کا واسطہ دیتے ہیں یا اللہ ہمیں معاف فرما دے یا اللہ ہمیں معاف فرما دے یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا وصل اللہ تعالی علی خیر خلقه محمد و علی آله و اصحابه و ازواجه و ذریاته و اهل بیته اجمعین برحمتک یا رحمت الله